Well, it's good to greet you again. Thank you for joining us for this devotional thought. For the last uh, couple of weeks, we've been considering some questions uh, that we uh, will benefit from as we reflect on them at the beginning of the year. I'm not going to go back and review those questions, but I will begin by uh, listing. There's five other questions, and I'll, I'll hit them real quickly today. But I remember in 1968, I was on the island of Okinawa, 10,000 miles from here, praying the new year in 1969 and praying 1968 out. And as we were on our knees praying, one young man prayed this prayer. He said, oh, Lord Jesus, would you please return in 1969? Well, I had never heard anybody pray that prayer. And to be quite honest with you, it kind of shook me up because I had just about finished my year and a half tour overseas. And I was away from my wife and my little son. I hadn't seen them in a year and a half. And to be honest with you, I said, Lord, let me at least get home and see my family before you come. And uh, I know that was wrong to think that way, but I was just selfish. But, you know, now I'm 54 years this side of that. 19, uh, well, from 1969 until 2022, you do the math. It's over 50 years. And you know, as I, as I move closer to the end of, of my life, I, I can truly and honestly say with John in the book of Revelation, even so come Lord Jesus. I love my family. I love my children, my grandchildren, and now eight great-grandchildren. But I tell you, I'm looking to the day with, with, with anticipation and with joy to, to being in the presence of the Lord. And so as we get ready for that time, uh, there's some good questions that we can consider that'll help us in enjoying our relationship with God while we're in the journey. You know, somebody said uh, the shortest distance between two points is good company. And I believe that's right. And the shortest distance in, in our earthly pilgrimage is when we're in good company with the Lord Jesus Christ, when we walk with Him. Well, let me, let me continue with the questions. Here's question number five uh, uh, that uh, uh, Dr. Whitney would have us to consider. What is the single biggest time waster in your life? And what will you do about it this year? Now, that's a really good question. Because you see, time is the stuff life is made of. When I give you an hour of my time, I'm giving you an hour of my life. I can never reclaim that. I can never recall that. It, we either spend it or we lose it. And so uh, when we waste our time, we're wasting opportunities that God has given to us. I think one of the greatest time wasters in our culture today is social media. It can be a time waster. I, I, um, I, I, I struggle with that myself. I heard uh, Dr. Steve Gaines say the other day, that when he gets up in the morning, he, you know, he, he, he doesn't, not the first thing he does is not pick up his phone and check his email, but it's pick up the word of God and check in with his Savior. You know, I, I thank the Lord uh, uh, for Steve's uh, challenge. And I think sometimes in my own life, it's, uh, I'm tempted to spend too much time uh, in social media. So if you're like I am, it would be a good thing just to reflect on, on investing our time in better ways that will help us to grow spiritually, spending more time in the Word of God and more time in prayer. And here's the sixth question. What is the most helpful new way you could strengthen your church? Well, 
uh, I don't know where you attend church. Many of you perhaps watching attend here at Kirby. I would make a suggestion that you become more involved in the life of your church. One of the ways that you can do this is become involved in a Bible study class. Be faithful in worship. I want to encourage you on the 17th of each month here at Kirby, we're involved in a, in a, in a prayer ministry that, that's, that reaches out to all the county, in fact, the surrounding counties, and many, many other churches, even transdenominational churches, not just Baptist, but Methodist, Presbyterian, are engaged in covering our city and our county in prayer. Now, Kirby Woods takes the 17th of each month as our day to pray. And if you've not checked into that, I'd encourage you to do that. That's one of the helpful ways that you can strengthen the ministry of, of your church. And certainly one of the things you can do as you're on the verge perhaps of calling a brand new pastor now is that you can pray for your pastor. Make it a daily thing that you lift up your pastor in prayer. And here's question number seven. For whose salvation will you pray for most fervently this year? There needs to be somebody always on the front burner of our life that we're praying for, for salvation. George Mueller was a great man of God of the last century. And his testimony in his biography is that there were five men he prayed for throughout his life to come to Christ. Uh, three of them came to Christ during his life. One of them came to Christ during his funeral. But one was not saved until after George Mueller was buried and in glory. But you see, that man too eventually was saved. My friend, who are you praying for this year that will come to know Christ? Maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a neighbor, maybe it's a friend. Be sure somebody is on your list to pray. God bless you. May this challenge us in our growth in Christ.